Welcome back, dear subscribers. I'm bringing you the first subscriber-only episodes of the new year, of 2023. I can't even believe it. And I'm using a new mic, so you guys are the very first to experience my voice like this, even if it's a little bit or a lot of bit different than how I used to sound. It's a new mic, so I hope you enjoy. Now, before I get into the meat of today's episode, I'm going to start with the potatoes. But whether you like potatoes or not, I hope this blesses you so much. So we're a little bit over 10 days into the new year, and that could evoke a lot of different emotions. You could be recovering from travel and hosting family for the holidays. That can be stressful. You could feel inspired and excited about your goals for 2023. You could feel discouraged or defeated already because you're not hitting a goal you set for this first week. May you... Wait, what? Maybe you've started up work again and you just feel exhausted. But wherever you're at right now and whatever you're feeling, I want to start off today's episode by inviting you into a little exercise that I think will help you release those emotions you're feeling and be present right where you are right now. So you can do this exercise with me wherever you're at, unless you're driving. If you're driving, you'll need to practice this at a different time, but trust me, You'll want to do it, so come back to it, okay? This exercise involves closing your eyes, so that's why, you know, don't drive and do this. But I'm going to put on some instrumental music for us. Is that okay? I hope it's okay with you. Here we go. Go ahead and close your eyes wherever you're at. Get comfortable. Release any tension from your body. I'm going to play some instrumental music. Now, take a moment, release whatever you're feeling to the Lord. Whatever's happened today, whatever's happened the last couple weeks, whatever you're feeling, just go ahead and release that to God. Now, keep your eyes closed. Go ahead and take a deep breath in until you can't take in any more air and then hold it for five seconds. And then let it out through your mouth for three seconds. You're taking in air through your nose until you can't take in any more air. Hold it for five seconds. And then let it out through your mouth for three seconds. We're going to do this five times. So you've just done two. Go ahead, do it three more times. Breathe in until you can't take in any more air. Hold it for five seconds. Let it out through your mouth for three seconds. Now, while keeping your eyes closed, I want you to picture yourself at a park that you used to play at when you were little. So it's your friendly neighborhood park. You're back there. You're just observing and watching, and you see all these families there. It's so much fun. There's a bunch of kids. Everyone's laughing and having a good time. So you're just observing this beautiful scene at this park that you used to play at. And then you notice a little girl walk over to you, and she has this huge smile on her face. And as she gets closer to you, you realize that it's you as a six-year-old. It's little you. So you recognize her as little you, 
at six years old, she comes up to you and you pick her up and you're looking at your little self and she's so smiley. She's just so happy to see you. And then she tells you she wants to tell you something. So she leans in close and whispers in your ear what she's saying to you. What is little you saying to you of today? Well, did you hear anything? That was basically the exercise in its fullness. I hope that your body and nervous system feels so much more calm. And someone just showed me this exercise and did it with me literally yesterday, the day before I'm recording this. And I was like, that was so incredible. I have to show the subscribers. But when I did this exercise, I was so shocked when tears started rolling down my cheeks. <laughs> so when I did this exercise, little me told me of today that she's so proud of me and that she thinks I'm so cool. <laughs> so what did little you tell you of today? Did she say that, did she ask you if you're still playing games? Do you still have the childlike wonder? Did she ask you something like, how are you really? Did she just tell you that she's really happy that you're enjoying life right now? Whatever it may be, I want you to hold on to that because guess what? You have something to journal about now. You were wondering how I was going to like tie that in, didn't you? So you have something to write down in your journal after this episode. Because you want to keep in mind what little you is telling you of today. So in this subscriber episode, I'm going to be telling you my exact journaling method. Because I think we all have... You know, just one little quirk about us that is actually a really cool thing. <laughs> so maybe you know someone who their little quirk that's actually really enjoyable is that they always scrunch up their nose when they laugh. I don't know. They look like a little bunny rabbit. Or that they actually have very nice feet. Like they're not gross. They're not too hairy. They're not too big. They just have like perfect toes. Maybe that's their quirk. But my quirk about me is that one of the most common compliments I receive is that my journaling habits are inspiring. <laughs> so I am honored that people regularly tell me that. <laughs> and if journaling is something I love so much and something I'm good at, I want to share it with you guys because your New Year's resolution may be to journal more or to start journaling regularly. And if it is, I applaud you for that because that is such a worthwhile goal. Journaling is a practice that serves you in literally every area of your life. And I'm, I'll dive more into that in a second. I just counted all the journals on my shelf. I am currently on my 32nd journal of my life. That is not including my prayer journals and notes for school or notes for church. Those are excluded from this. My regular everyday journal. I'm on my 32nd one. So that's... That's kind of crazy. I have started journaling regularly ever since I was 13. That's 10 years ago, which means that I go through an average of 3.2 journals every year. <laughs> and I never start a journal and then stop before it's finished. I always finish the notebooks I start. So I just want to impart this 
practice to you. And if you feel a little lost or like you just want to get better at this practice, there is no pressure. I will say that not everyone connects with journaling. Not everyone enjoys it and not everyone wants to put in the time it takes to eventually create a habit of it and then learn to enjoy it. So if that's not the way you process, it's all right. But if you want to give it a try, I applaud you for that and go ahead. And if you sometimes journal, but not regularly, I really encourage you to make it a regular practice because if you're looking to take care of yourself in a more holistic way this year, journaling is such an excellent way to do that. It benefits you mentally, emotionally, relationally, spiritually, and physically. When I say physically, I'm not talking about the way your your wrist moves when you write or fingers move when you journal and type online. I'm not talking about, you know, like that exercise. I'm sure it's good for your wrist, but you know, I'm not talking about that. I'm talking about like you as a whole physically in your body, it helps. I'm going to read off some benefits of journaling and I looked up all these. I will link all my sources in the show notes. I'm not just pulling these out of my butt, okay? I looked these up and did research and scholarly articles and all this stuff. So some of the health benefits of journaling are that it reduces anxiety and depression. Maybe you already knew this. Maybe it's new information. But a 2018 study um, involving 70 adults with elevated anxiety found that online journaling for 12 weeks significantly reduced their mental distress. And long-term journaling was also associated with greater resilience. That's so cool. Next, it provides a way for you to process your emotions. It's not the only way to process your emotions, but it is a really helpful way. It reduces stress. In fact, a study showed that expressive writing, like journaling, not just writing about the day as it goes on, but writing about what's going on inside of you, inside your heart, like journaling. For only 15 to 20 minutes a day, three to five times over the course of a four, oh, 15, did I say that right? Sorry. 15 to 20 minutes a day, three to five times over the course of a month. I just said month. I'm so sorry. I lost my place in my words. Here we go. One more time. For only 15 to 20 minutes a day, three to five times over the course of a four-month period was enough to lower blood pressure and improve liver functionality. It's good for your liver. That's crazy. So if you want to improve your blood pressure or liver, take up journaling. It also keeps your memory sharp. And with this one, I don't have a study, but I just want to say, if you know me personally, <laughs> you know that I have a really great memory. And I would just say the proof is in the pudding. I remember a lot, almost too much, <laughs> because I know that I journal things down and I remember them so much better when I write them down. And then lastly, the last health benefit I'm going to tell you is that journaling encourages space from your negative thoughts. It's awesome to me when I journal negative thoughts because it's almost like it's separate from me now. Those thoughts are not just roaming around in my head and taking over my my thought life. Now they're outside of me and I can leave them on that paper. 
it's not saying that all negative thoughts automatically go away once you write them down, but it is saying that literally provides physical space from them and you recognize you're able to overcome negative thoughts, not just have them swirling around in your head for a long time. So I'm going to be walking you through my exact journaling method and some of these little points I make of what I do, you're going to be like, that's awesome. I want to start doing that. Feel free to take it. But if there's a part of it where you're like, I'm just not interested in writing that down, then don't take that part. This is a pick and choose. This is a buffet today. All right. So please feast on this buffet. My personal journaling method goes like this. The first thing I do is I always have my journal next to me as I spend time with God. This will typically happen in the morning. I'm reading my Bible. I always have a journal next to me. And it's not always in the morning. But whenever I do spend time with God, I write out my prayers and whatever I'm telling God. So I'm praying it out loud to him. And then I'm also writing down what I'm saying. Maybe not word for word, but I'm writing the gist down. And then I'm also writing down what I feel him saying back to me. So I practice hearing his voice and whatever I think I might be hearing, I write it down. Now, I have had times where I think to myself, was that really God? I don't know about that. I'll have to look that up in the word later or I'll have to discern that some more in the future. Even if I'm unsure if it's the Lord, I'll still write it down. I might write a question mark in front of it, right? And remind myself to go back and check that and discern it. But even if I'm unsure, I will write it down because I don't want to forget it. And I feel like if I um, didn't write down what I feel like the Lord's saying to me, I would constantly be questioning myself and like, oh yeah, how is my relationship with God doing? <laughs> because I wouldn't remember what he last said to me. So I think that's the most crucial thing is writing down what you feel the Lord might be saying to you. And then I also, whatever I read in my Bible that day, I just write down the reference of it. So if I read a chapter that day, I write down, okay, Jeremiah 18. I don't write down the whole chapter, of course. And I think this is just a really practical thing for me of remembering where I last read so I can continue in that book or chapter. And I just want to read Psalm 103 for us. I'm going to read Psalm 103 verse 1 through 6 because this portion of scripture is David singing his praise to God and he says to remember how God is. Remember his character. He says, praise the Lord, my soul, and all my inmost being. Praise his holy name. Praise the Lord, my soul, and forget not all his benefits. He who forgives all your sins and heals, heals all your diseases, who redeems your life from the pit and crowns you with love and compassion, who satisfies your desires with good things so that your youth is renewed like the eagles. The Lord works righteousness and justice for all the oppressed. David makes sure he's singing to his own soul right now. He's not singing for anyone else to hear. He's encouraging himself to forget not the benefits of God. God forgives all our sins, heals all our diseases. He redeems our life from the pit and crowns us with love and compassion. I need to journal so that I am actively remembering all the benefits of God because we are forgetful people and there are so many benefits of the Lord that there are too many for us to remember all in one time. 
So it's just a really practical thing where I feel like I'm obeying the word in that for me because it helps me remember his benefits, remember how good God is and brings me back to center me all the time. So the second thing I always do in my journal is I ask myself, what happened today? Now, the season of my life that I'm in at the time determines how much detail I go into in writing that down. Sometimes I'll write this down in bullet points. So under where I prayed that day and whatever I was talking to the Lord about, I'll just write, this is what happened today. And I start going into detail. If I'm in a, if I really want to remember something, I'll write down every detail of it. But if it wasn't a super eventful day and it was just, you know, fairly good, I'll just write down the highlights of it. Now, if it was a crummy day, I'll write down highlights and lowlights of it. This is not in paragraph form most of the time. This is just simply in bullet points. So it doesn't take up a lot of my time, but it does give me enough space to where I can just remember what happened that day. And then thirdly, I ask myself the question, do I need to process anything? How am I feeling and why am I feeling that way? I don't need to process something every single day, but when I do need to process something, I will write it all out (laughs) because I may be feeling emotions, but sometimes I'm not able to identify why I'm feeling those emotions until I write it out on paper. You'd think it'd be the other way around of like, I know why I'm feeling this way, so let me puke it out onto this paper, but it's actually the other way for me of the I don't know why until I start putting pen to paper. And that doesn't happen every single day, but especially when I need to figure something out, process how I'm feeling, that is the third thing I do. Now, I hope one of those things was beneficial to you and something you'll incorporate into your journaling practice as you begin this new year. But if none of those, if none of those spoke to you, (laughs) Or if all of them spoke to you, you just want one little extra thing, I would challenge you to do the 30-day journaling challenge. I didn't make this up. I learned it from someone else. I learned it from Jenna Kutcher, who has a podcast. It's about marketing and business and whatnot. But she um, was going through a pivotal moment in her life and wanted to understand herself better and wanted to get next steps because she didn't know what direction she was going to go in next. So she did this 30-day journaling challenge, and it was so wonderful, and I started doing it, and it just provides a lot of insight into yourself. So I would not recommend this for, you know, more than 30 days. I wouldn't make this your regular journaling practice because this practice is specifically for self-discovery. But if you're at a crossroads in life or just want to learn more about yourself and get an idea of your next steps, then ask yourself these three questions every day for 30 days and journal the answers down. Number one, what excited me today? Number two, what did I dread today? And number three, what did I learn about myself today? So write down those answers every day in your journal for 30 days. That's a month long. And then at the end of that month, review your answers. Just read what you wrote you're going to get some serious insight for what you're actually really craving in life and what you need to step away from in life. So that's your little bonus tip for the day. That's all I have for you. 
it's my joy to bring you my exact journaling method. That's my favorite thing to talk about. <laughs> so I hope this helped in some way or another, even if you just learned a cool, fun fact about the health benefits of journaling. Take it and run with it. And subscribers, I wanted to say thank you. Thank you for subscribing to Head to Heart Podcast. It means you believe in me and you support me dearly. So I'm just very thankful for you. And I wish you the happiest of New Year's. And I'll see you next time.